Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitch. Yep, all of them. All of them. Look at us. We have enough tubes to get the internet out. Or you are listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. By the way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, wearing a cardigan. She is a Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. I, uh, whoa, that's really zoomed in. I'm going to have to fix that. <laughs> that's that is a that is a full screen <laughs> yeah no i'm doing ashley this. pickle hang on okay she's fixing it let's see if it works try again in three right. two and one much better yeah it's a little too zoomed out anyway i wore a I wore a texas shirt today without realizing that it's texas independence day ah I today guess my... is today is texas independence day okay yeah um, i did not know that yeah actually i did know that that's i'm a bad texan yeah, I didn't realize it till I got on Twitter, and then I was like, I got a Texas shirt on. Yeah. My yeehaws were tingling, I guess. Oh, uh, I guess so. You were just like, it was it was in the back of your head. They're like, today's something. Yeah. Today, I'm I'm supposed to be, like, obnoxiously proud. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, today is Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday. Yes. March 2nd, 2021, 268 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1,118, 1,118, this is the Chris Welsh episode. Chris Welsh, who pitched in 25 games for the Rangers in 1985. Fantastic. The pride of the University of South Florida. Wow. Shout out to you, Chris Welsh. He's from Delaware. Riveting from information. Delaware. Been a big, been a big run for Delawareans. We got a Delawarean in the, in the, in the, in the White House, right? I had I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, the president is from Delaware. Oh, cool. Or at least I think he was a senator from Delaware. Yes. It's always struck me. I'm sorry, not to get into politics here. It's always made been really weird that like, I've always thought that like it should be the state you were born in. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to yeah. represent it, and I know that's probably not fair, 
But like, it should at least like I don't know. There's like you go through and you see these guys who are these guys and women, I should say, who are senators, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, how long have you lived in the state that you represent? They're like, oh well, I moved here four years ago, and I'm like, what in the heck? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why today. Ashley Pickle is announcing her candidacy for the United <laughs> States Senate. Congratulations, Ashley. I got uh, Senator Pickle. I've got quite a few more years before I'm eligible to run to be for in the anything. I think. Yeah. No, I think you can be in the Senate. Oh, can I, I think the presidency is the only one where you got to be 35. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure you got to be 35 to be president. But other than that, so I, I am. Yeah, not I yet. could finally run in like I think 2036 would be like the election that I could finally run in. Yeah, I, I could, got a long time to go before the first I get one, there. <laughs> the first president's presidential election would I be could the run next in one. Would be twenty twenty four. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No. On today's show, my friends, uh, back half of the show, we have uh, a very exciting guest. We're going to be joined by Brett Sniffen, the head coach of the Belton Tigers, uh, coming off his first year at. Um, uh, coming off his first year at the helm there at Belton, uh, they go three and six. I'm interested in talking to Coach uh, Coach Sniffen, who, of course, built, built Fort Bend Ridge Point into a powerhouse. They were, and I'll talk with him about this. That is a team that's better than their record indicates. I think they lost like four games by like one point. Like it, they were in all these tight games, and they just came up on the wrong side of the stick. So I'm interested to talk to Coach Sniffen coming up here back half of the show. But first, pickle. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Ed McElroy, Rob Hadaway, Jacob John, and Daniel Agnew. Also, real fast to educate ourselves, the age is 22 to run for the House of Representatives, mm. 30 to run for senator, and 35 to. So yeah, I could I could be in the House of Reps by a year. So 22. <laughs> yeah, because I'm 23. Congresswoman currently. Pickle. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, we would run on a. I think you and I would run on a similar platform, which would be live sports, Breakfast live sports dinner. at all times, <laughs> twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. There needs to be a live sporting event available for free mm-hmm. to all Americans. Um, Breakfast should be available at all. Breakfast should be available at all times. Yeah. Uh, for restaurants, and um, I don't know tacos. Just tacos, tacos. generally. General. Tacos. Yep. Tacos. There we go. My platform go. is set. <laughs> All right, pick. that's my actual oh my hot take. <laughs> you know, a, a couple weeks ago, it was super, super cold. It was freezing, really cold. But now, I don't know where it is, but suddenly, it got real hot. In feels here. like it's really heating up. Tuesday. Hot Take Tuesday, where we invite a member of the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff to issue their hottest take, to issue a take that uh, may get them in trouble, may prevent them from running for the House of Representatives. Yes. They got the receipts now because we're doing this segment. <laughs> so in the past, we've had uh, Shahan J. Rajon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, we had Ishmael Johnson on. Mm-hmm. I think I did a Hot Take you Tuesday. Did, you did the initial one, I yeah. did the inaugural one. But today... Yeah. We turn the floor over <laughs> to our esteemed producer, Ashley Pickle, who's got a piece up on TexasFootball.com. Pickle, what's your hot take? My hot take is that this insane season forced the true meaning of high school sports to be put in the spotlight 
and I also think that it made 15, 16, 17-year-old kids grow up and mature a lot quicker than most. I'm not going to say every adult, but most of us adults ever had to do at that age. Okay. And so my reasoning behind it, and this is all in the article, but one, I to pull back the curtain a little bit, I guess I wrote this during the snowmageddon. So I thought <laughs> maybe uh, so there's, there's a tinge of cabin fever going yeah, on. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe that we needed a little bit of positivity to come out of this. And obviously I think it was a big positive that we were able to finish the Texas high school football season. But the majority of this piece is me focusing on the lessons that I think that these kids learned that they'll look back on this season and go, you know what, that's not exactly how I wanted my senior season to go or, or any high school football season, my first season on varsity. But I think they'll look back on it and realize how much it let them mature. And there was a couple different ways in the article that I put how I think that these lessons were learned. Um, responsibility was a big one. Um, accountability was another one and then it was uh, not to take things for granted and I feel like those all are things that we learn in high school and they're all things that we're made aware of but I think the biggest thing with the responsibility and the accountability was just the fact that in times like this if they went out and messed up or they went out and were not safe and not being good and smart off the field it didn't just affect them. Like they could go from in a normal year, you do something dumb, you get suspended. You can't go play. You don't keep your grades up. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. In this season, if you went out and did something dumb and went to these parties and, and whatever as a high school kid, you risked ruining the entire season for your entire school. Well, and I think that's an interesting – it's an interesting spin on the situation because I think um, – you know, I think a lot of the discourse around the 2020 season has been – how difficult, how trying it is, mm -hmm. how, I mean, I don't hear too many people saying it, but I think there is this tinge of like, oh man, that's too bad mm -hmm. that these kids had to experience this season the way that they did, mm -hmm. that they didn't get to have a normal uh, senior season, especially for seniors. I think there's right, a lot of people exactly. like, we didn't get to have a normal senior season. And it really kind of goes throughout. If you talk about from March because mm -hmm. a lot of the, I, I would say in a lot of ways, the the senior season for football players especially starts with spring practice, mm -hmm. right? So you're talking spring practice got banged because we couldn't have it during the during the pandemic. Of course, there was no seven on seven, and then of course there was there was a, an entirely jumbled schedule, and games got canceled, and games got postponed, and mm -hmm. games got forfeited, things like that. And I think a lot of the uh, there there is at least part of the discourse that focuses on that's a shame, you know, like that's yep. that's. That's disappointing for mm -hmm. those kids that they were not able to have the normal senior year. Um, and I get, and by all means, push back on me if, if you feel like I'm mischaracterizing your point. But you seem to be saying, let's look at the silver lining here. Mm -hmm. You're not saying it wasn't a shame. Right. You're saying exactly. that there are some positives to come out of this that could end up being... Care. I, I hate the phrase character building because it, yes. it sounds like it, it sounds, sounds like, cheesy. It's and you know what it is. It sounds like a loser's mentality. Yep. Like it sounds like something. It's like oh mm -hmm. well, it's okay. Losing builds character. I hated that. I hate I, losing. Yes, but, exactly. But at the same time, when you're when, when I think there's something from that is outside of your control mm -hmm. that takes over. I think yeah, and this was there was a couple things, and I recognize that this might not be what would you would think a traditional like hot take is, but. I think that it was really 
one, this was me calling myself out by saying I was skeptical at first. And I mentioned that in the article. I didn't know, one, if this season, I didn't think the season was going to really happen. And then once it once it started happening, it was like, okay. But overall, it was a big thing for me. And yeah, you can say like, I'm not that much older than some of those kids that are out there playing, obviously, you know, five, six years. So yes, I'm older than them. But I think back to even just five or six years ago when I was their age, that's a big ask to ask those kids to keep their heads straight long enough for a 21 week season to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so yeah, I was skeptical and I was so happy to be proven wrong that this thing could work. But yeah, that was the biggest thing is looking at it as the silver lining. Like you said, it's not, it doesn't need to be like, it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. There are big things that came out of this season that these kids can take away to use in real life rather than just getting to go out there and play because that's what you get to do. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, I think I mostly agree with your point. And I, I, I'll join you on that skepticism train of like whenever, you know, whenever we understand the, you know, the, the gravity of the situation, the what the UIL has put in place, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. we start looking around and we're like, man, I don't know if this is going to work. And to be clear, Texas high school football didn't bat a thousand in 2020. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, things were, did not always go no, as planned. No, absolutely not. But maybe there are long-term lessons that other, I think we think of, of Texas high school football in, in many respects as, as a, an opportunity. It, we, we like to talk about how we're building young men and in mm-hmm. some cases, young women, like, you know, building, building them into, into leaders, building them into, to, to, to men and women of character. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that this is, this could be 2020 could be the same, the same lessons mm-hmm. just in a different shape. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, I, I think we, we all learn about sacrifice. We all learn about doing things for the team. This was kind of forced upon these players mm-hmm. and these coaches, I think, in another way. Right. In a, in a different way, that doesn't mean that those lessons are any different, though. And I think the biggest thing with it and the way that I was viewing it specifically is the fact that you hear those the responsibility, the accountability, the don't take any day of practice for granted. You know, I, we, we played high school sports. There were days I did not want to be out on the basketball court or whatever. I didn't have a good day. But it's like this, to me, proved to not only – yeah, the, just the players, but to every single person that was involved in this, whether it be trainers, whether it be coaches, cheerleaders, dancers, band kids, mm-hmm. sports journalists, even us, that things can be ripped away so quickly that I think that it showed that what these kids are learning on the field those responsibilities, those accountability lessons, those aren't just something that can be done on the field. You can take those lessons that you learned playing the high school sports like that, and in a year like this, it shows everyone that it can be used in real life. And I feel like that was like the big takeaway of this season for me was the fact that even as a female journalist who is 23 years old, not on the field playing anything like that, that those lessons that you learn and that you see these kids going through in this time are just as relevant in every stretch of life during the pandemic for everyone. And so it was like, especially during Snowbid 21 or whatever anyone wants to call it, it was like, you know what? We all grew big as people this year. And I think that that is huge for that generation who is you know, in the prime time of shaping who they want to be. It's Ashley Pickle. Her piece up on TexasFootball.com is um, 
2024 is the true meaning of high school sports to be in the spotlight. You can read it up on TexasFootball.com right now. Good job, Pickle. Uh, it's a scorching hot take. I'm, I'm, I, I singed, I singed the, <laughs> the, the, the hair on the, on the back of my neck. Good, yeah. It's a very, very hot take. So uh, thanks for doing that. <laughs> a hot take written during Snowvid. Snowvid's such a, such a bad turn of phrase <laughs> that I'm never going to stop using now. <laughs> I know. It's hot take Tuesday. We're Texas football today. We're here every week. Yeah. Let's try again in three, two. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. We are working right now on the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, trying to get um, this magazine together. We're in the kind of the, the early stages of it. We're in the planning phase. It's going to come out in mid-June. Uh, it's, of course, the magazine you know, the Bible of football in the state of Texas. Um, and we want you to get your copy. And the best way to get your copy is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. You get two magazines, including our, you get a recruiting book too. It's right here. Get a recruiting book. Uh, and you, uh, including our legendary summer edition, you get uh, a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including premium podcasts like Tep and Step, uh, which is Matt Step and I uh, going on and on and on. I think I'm going to try to do a podcast in a couple of weeks, in the next couple of weeks, and I'll... I'm going to produce on the fly here and assign an assignment, but um, Greg Powers, kind of a, more of a deep dive into recruiting. Um, so uh, become a Dave Campbell's Textable Insider at textable.com. We've also got a bunch of great stuff up. Uh, if you are a big small college football fan, uh, Corey Hogue uh, is uh, an outstanding small college writer for us, our small co- small college insider. He is covering uh, the spring season like nobody else in the state. Uh, if you go to texasfootball.com, uh, you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Get all that access. It's a low price point. It makes a great gift. If you want to give it to your friend for Texas Independence Day, texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We hope you will go and consider that. And, I don't know, if it's your kind of thing that, like, if you like this show and you like making it happen, like that kind of helps keep the lights on. So text the wallet.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of the Belton Tigers. We're going to Central Texas to talk to Coach Brett Sniffin. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are things in beautiful Belton, Texas? It is beautiful, and it's a great day today. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about your 2020 season, your first year there at the helm there in, in Belton uh, after moving over from, from Fort Bend, Ridgepoint. And uh, you guys go 3-6, and six, but I, I, I make the argument that that record is a little bit deceiving because you guys were in a lot of games. You guys were, were, were nip and tuck with a lot of these teams. Um, when you take a look at the 2020 season as a whole, how, how do you sum up what you guys were able to do? Uh, you know, we feel like you do. Um, don't feel like not like a three and six season. We definitely feel like more like a six and three season. Uh, you know, we lost one by one, one by two, and and another one in overtime. Uh, and every game we played is, was a one score game going into the fourth quarter. Um, we're just trying to teach these kids how to finish, and uh, we're real close to doing it. Well, and you're a guy who, of course, has, has helped to, to build programs up before you did that at Fort Bend. Richpoint got them up to, to, to heights. And so I guess my question is, uh, you know, 
how how do you get those kids to to finish? Is it just a matter of of being there for long enough? Is it just a matter of culture? Is it is it just a matter of of getting the reps in? How do you how do you I don't want to say teach a team to finish, but how do you get a a team from uh, a team that loses three games by you know by one possession to a team that that ends up winning those games? Uh, as coaches, we just have to instill confidence in those kids uh, that they believe they can get it done when when the game's on the line. Uh, when the big play needs to be made, the third down stop needs to happen. Um, and, you know, everybody knows that they had to deal with, there was a new coach that had to deal with coming into a team. You lost some of that with losing spring football uh, and then just the uncertainty all summer. Uh, and then all of a sudden we get rolling and it's just going so fast that we we're just like kids were drinking from a fire hose there. Uh, but to have a full off season uh, to get those kids grinding and, and learning how to compete, um, I feel like we're getting real close to getting there. Yeah, you know that's an interesting question because because obviously you you take over this program during the strangest off season of all time. Uh, you're you're able to you, you know you you're not able to get in the same room with your kids as much as you want. You're not able to have the practices uh, and stuff like that. Is there a sense of you know obviously the pandemic's still going? You still have these protocols in place to make sure everybody's staying safe, but you are able to be more together more often this off season than you did last off season. Um, is is that is there a sense of relief? Is there a sense of okay now we can start building this this program the 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 way that we want? Is it is there a sense of of maybe I don't want to say starting over, but but kind of hitting a reset button here? Yeah. I, I... I don't know if it's starting over or reset, but it's just I think everybody's more comfortable with the protocols that we have to follow, and it's almost become second nature, and now it's just part of the process. You know, we look forward to the day when it's not part of the process, but uh, it's a process now, and so we know how to coach better in it. Uh, we know how to connect those kids, and um, and I think also the community, UIL, um, the school district, everybody else is comfortable with what we're doing as as, as well. Uh, to follow all that and then still get our work in that we need to get done uh, and build that culture, as you said. We're talking with Brett Sniffin, the head coach of the Belton Tigers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, I, I want to ask you about your 2021 team. Obviously, you know, the, the, the 2020 season is not too far in the rearview mirror, but uh, I know you've got a, 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 you're getting a pretty decent feel for what your 2021 team is going to look like. Have have you figured out quite yet how you think this team may be different than the 2020 team? Uh, yeah, for one, I mean, I think the trust is there between the coaches and the kids. Um, so I, I I feel like um, that we have a good team base uh, that we might not have had at the beginning of last year. Uh, I feel like we'll be a little bit faster on defense. Um, we'll be able to run to the football a little bit better and play much better on that side of the ball. Offensively, we're going to be very mobile and I feel like our offense could be pretty explosive. Um, on the defensive side, you know, this is a, a defense that I think that, um, you know, it, 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 I would say maybe inconsistent last year. There were times where you guys looked really good and other times uh, when, when you guys struggled. How do you find, what's the, what's the, how do you find that consistency defensively? Is that another case of just having another year with the same voice in the room is going to, is going to do wonders? Uh, that does for one. Uh, and I just feel like our kids have bought in, uh, you know, where I came from, uh, we pressed defense and defense and built our program to where it was. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do here as well. Uh, we moved some kids from the offensive side that played offense for two, three years and playing defense in the coming year. Uh, just was working to try and put good athletes over there. I think everybody knows to win it. Um, you got to score points, but at the same time, you got to have critical stops at critical times. 
and that's the same thing for us, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, Brett Sniffett from Belton joining us here on Texas Football Today. Um, Coach, one guy that I know you're really excited about is uh, is is a tight end. I don't know how you, I don't know how you always show up, and you got guy got great tight ends. Uh, at four, at Fort Pitt Ridge Point, you had Mustafa Muhammad, who of course was such a such a superstar there. Now you got another guy in in Brian Henry. They call him Itty. He's nothing. He's there's nothing Itty about him. It's six five two twenty five. Um, uh, you know, tight end, I think is a, is a, is an underappreciated position. What, what is it about Brian Henry that, that, that catches your eye? Well, first of all, I'm glad you mentioned him because, um, right now he's under recruited, uh, in my opinion, uh, and, you know, being in Texas, you don't quite get the traffic and, and we're not as many people, obviously with NCAA restrictions, uh, but Brian, um, or Eddie, as we'll call him, uh, is, is the most complete tight end that um, I've ever coached. Uh, he wow. blocks really well, uh, catches the ball, has great hands, route running, uh, and obviously the size to go with it. So I think what really sets him apart is when he's hands on the ground or when he's standing up, he's the same thing. And it, it, you see in college and, and um, the pros, people really like things happen. Uh, catch the ball in tough situations, get first downs for you. Uh, an idiot, definitely guy. Uh, and, and finally, coach, uh, I want to ask you about another player who uh, who you coached on on that 2020 season. And it's a guy who's who's now off to uh, to Tyler Junior College. Your outstanding uh, your outstanding linebacker, uh, Joe Sniffen, who I know was a, a big part of, of of your defense last year. You know, we, we we love talking with coaches about this because this you know in a lot of ways this is kind of a family sport. Um, for uh, last year, you know, obviously moving from, from, uh, one job to another, uh, you know, your son, Joe comes along with them. How special was it for you, even in a strange 2020 season for you to get to experience, uh, that season with him? Uh, well, it's, it's just fantastic, uh, to, to be able to coach your sons and then watch them grow as players. Um, you know, Joe in, in our scrimmage, um, third ever scrimmage towards ACL and his, you know, his right knee and he. And the choice to make is tap surgery then, or does he continue to battle on and then not waste his senior year? And he decided to play. We braced it up and got after it. Um, and he, he, he just showed tremendous heart and leadership in the team uh, by gutting up. Dude. Uh, but, uh, you know, coach your kids. I tried to um, avoid them actually at practice uh, and let the other coaches take care of them and they judge them and, and tell them where to go. Uh, so then at home I could be dad and, and not try to critique them all the time. So you're 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 keeping your distance a little bit, because because you, you you understand the limitations of your of your objectivity. That is correct. <laughs> He's Brett Sniffen. He's the head coach of the Belton Tigers. Coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, excited to see what you guys do in 2021, and we're looking forward to senior Tigers. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. There he goes, Brett Sniffen, the head coach, the Belton Tigers, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, that's high praise for a guy in Brian Henry, their tight end, because because Mustafa Muhammad was who, who he coached, who went on to Michigan, mm-hmm. and who he coached at Fort Bend Rich Point. I mean, he was considered one of the very best tight ends. I would need to go back and look. I don't want to talk out of my butt here, although what else do I do? Um, <laughs> but he was considered one of the very best tight ends in the nation, I want to say. Definitely in the state. I yeah. remember that. Oh, yeah. Um and and for him to say that he's the most complete that Brian Henry Eddie Henry is the is the most complete tight end that he's ever coached is, I mean, I know who the other guy is right and I yeah. know how good he was and and so yeah that's 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 high praise coming from from uh, from Coach Sniffen. Well, and it's always big too when he when he's totally willing to say 
first thing he said was he is way under recruited right now. Like you can tell that he is like, hey, I've got this shiny toy that someone really needs to come take yeah. a look at. You know, <laughs> thirty-four catches, five hundred seventy-eight yards, and five touchdowns for Eddie Henry last year, and uh, and and a guy who's could be in for a big senior year, and who knows, maybe some recruiters are going to wake up and figure out that they've got a big tight end there. Uh, I, I I really do think I I I. If you're looking for a big bounce back candidate, mm-hmm. I think Belton could be it. Yeah. Part of it is I think just a second year in a program mm-hmm. and and a it's not going to be normal, but a more Full normal season. <laughs> a more normal year uh between that and between the fact that last year they were so close in so many different games to go from there. Mm-hmm. I think that like you're talking about one or two plays that switch and I want uh, like that strikes me as a team that if you want to buy some stock in, uh, they are a team that's better than three and six. Mm-hmm. They are a team that was better than three and six last year. Mm-hmm. And if they can just make those one or two extra plays, you're talking about a team that's contending for a, a district title in that very tough district 12, six a down there in, in central Texas. When you have a lot of guys that are coming back to that were on those teams that felt the pain of yeah. losing by one or two points, that helps a lot too, just with well, the like mentality of the team. Well, and I think they're, I think they're going to, you know, we didn't talk a ton about the defense defense last year, I think was, was a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they've got a lot of key players back. Aaron Bant, the safety spot, Trent West, the cornerback spot, Braxton Haynes, the defensive end spot. Mm-hmm. I think they've got some key guys there. Um, I think it'll be I, I I don't know I'm 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 pretty bullish on on Belton next year and I think that they've got an opportunity to really turn some heads and it may it would not be a surprise if we're talking about oh wow Belton went from three and six to to ten and three or something like that that would not be a surprise mm-hmm. at all so uh, I'm interested to see what they do we appreciate Coach uh, Brett Sniffen joining us and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment final thoughts still think it's the first favorite but whatever um I was gonna say and I realized this when we, when we were talking to coach I don't think there is any group of people that are better with analogies than coaches are well they I gotta think be they're, they're, they're the kings of yeah. or queens of analogies they're I mean they're communicators yeah their job is to communicate and to get a point and, across. And, and to get a point across in a way that let's be frank 15, 16, 17-year-old kids are going to understand. Right. You know what I mean? And that they'll remember. I think analogies help people remember, too. Like, oh, yeah, Coach used to always say that. But it's just so funny because I love hearing the different analogies that all the coaches come up with when they're talking. Like he said, drinking out of a fire hydrant, which is a pretty normal one. But when you get someone who's really good at analogies, um, I like it. Should we issue our programming notes now? Yes. I guess we can. So uh, Pickle is abandoning us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to my home planet this time. Pickle's going back to her home planet. <laughs> uh, but you're gonna go. You're gonna be gone Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Yes. Right? Yeah. But don't worry. We're gonna have shows. Yeah. Because we're gonna record a Thursday show, so w- there won't be like final thoughts and stuff for our Thursday show. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No first four. Don't yell yeah, at me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. But I'm gonna be sitting in the captain's chair. So we and might need to invest in a fire extinguisher for when the computer catches on fire. But we are going to have a, a variety of guest hosts. Uh huh. On Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. I, I only, did I tell you that the Monday guy is not going to work out? Yeah. Ah, it's unfortunate. But he had just been on vacation for a long time, so yeah. I figured that was going to be a no go. Uh, but we do have Friday and Tuesday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess I'll tell you Friday. Friday, sitting in this chair, I'll be sitting over there in that chair. Yeah. Sitting in this chair. 
will be the supernova herself. <laughs> Aaron Hardigan will be our guest host here Hurricane on, on Texas Football Today. Uh, we'll do some mailbag on Friday, but I'm also what I'm going to do with these with these guest hosts uh-huh. is I'm going to give them. I'm going to tell them you got to plan a segment. Okay. I'm going to say you, like whatever it. they want to do. If they want to do Hot Take Friday or whatever, yeah. they can. But they got to plan a segment. It's not just going to be we're going to sit it. in here and riff. A couple of years ago, uh-huh. a couple of years ago, we, um, there was a time when I was, when, when Max was out and we ran in a couple of coaches mm-hmm. and um, one of them was John Walsh, then the coach at Denton Guy, Dyer, now the coach yeah. at San Marcos. And... It, like we did like a real life show. We did segments and like we tried to like because I think when people come in like and you know you and I we sit here and talk whatever all the time. It's right. Just, it's just you know this is episode one thousand one hundred eighteen or whatever. Right. But I think they want to play pundit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And so like I think I want to say we we did something about like we did like an overrated underrated like I had a sign he would hold up or something like that. Nice. I gotta go find. Well, that. see, and that's the thing too. I feel like. Like, we are so used to, we understand that this is a mediocre internet show. We do. And, like, people like Erin are on, like, big girl TV, like, all the time, you know? So it's like. But she also, here's a. She gets it. But normal, like, TV, TV people. Like, if we had a, if we had a sports anchor from one of the local stations come on. Yes. They're not used to sitting there and shooting stuff <laughs> shooting the Phrasing. stuff Phrasing. So, no uh, you're right and it's like it's and, weird to and, do that well and you also yeah that's the thing it's like in this chair because this is a dumb internet show yeah when you're on this show you do have a level of like latitude that if you just want to talk about something like i've i you know you know this about this yeah. if you come to me and you say hey i want to talk about this today it's like well i got nothing better to do. yeah you exactly. go. it's less work for me <laughs> exactly um, and so yeah it but was... but it's a lot more there's less structure here i yes. mean the fact that we're already three mm-hmm. minutes over our half hour show, show. Is proof of that <laughs> uh well that was the other, like it took me a while because even though i was only at like campus tv station before then that was us being college students being taught how to super act professional like we were probably going overboard with it and so yeah when i first got here there was like a level of i'm in front of a camera i can't have, I have too to much be, fun i have you to know? be a certain way and now you've realized like ah this show's a joke shooting the stuff man just shooting, shooting the stuff, the stuff. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash dave campbell's follow us on youtube youtube.com slash dave campbell's tf is that right uh yeah, I think so. Oh, on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Belton Coach Brett Sniffen for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and more fun stuff on Texas Football Today.